0: Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, you know, doing just great. I might sound a little stuffy, but other than that, I'm fine. So
1: so are we going to, you know, share your news?
0: (laughs) I mean, we (laughs) might as well, (laughs) I guess. Uh, Yeah, so I got COVID last week, which is why we had to skip a recording week. No, Liz um, was
1: still getting pressed through you guys. Like, she was like, I'm down. Let's do this. I don't have to work today. <laughs> and it was me. It was definitely me. But thanks for taking the fall.
0: <laughs> well, you know, mine's easier to excuse. So,
1: yeah, I don't, I just had a lot of crap all at once. So
0: that's okay. It's totally yeah. understandable. But how um, are you
1: feeling? Tell us all about your day today. like how your body is, oh, you yeah. know, how many days into COVID for you from the start of
0: symptoms. Oh, I think I'm on day 11, actually. Okay. So I found out, well, I realized I had COVID. Well, I didn't realize I had COVID because I was running. But I was running and my chest was really tight. And that was really weird for me. So I went in and yeah. I got a test. And, I mean, I have to say they have such a good setup here in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Like, I did one of the drive-thrus and uh, I got my results back this same day. Like, it was very clean, easy really great experience except for it was positive right so yeah yeah So it was fine I mean my husband had it worse than I did we both had it for a week we had the quarantine for a week it was okay but honestly Kayla the worst part is when I lost my sense of taste and smell and I was trying to drink my coffee and I was so (laughs) upset because coffee without taste and smell is just hot water and (laughs) I that might sound like duh obviously but no like it's just oh, that God is so it. sad and it's just like all these things in life are wearing these little costumes and the costumes trick us into thinking it's great or it's awful but without the costume you sound like
1: such a pothead right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> The costumes, <Yes. laughs> the costume. yeah dude so like with the costume gone you know but that's how i felt i was like honestly just so upset where are you with the sense of taste oh I still don't have it (laughs) I know
1: (laughs) yeah like that's that's the scary part of that part right it's like I guess I what I heard is that if you have um if that's Uh. your like first symptom that's actually a sign that you're gonna have a really mild case because it doesn't tend to move down to your chest but the jury's out because some people will have like it'll like linger longer right like that yeah at least having a hard time getting their taste back
0: i don't know i talked to my neighbor about it because she had it too so we were both talking about it today and yeah i don't know like i'm scared to so like the news tonight was gonna do a special on the long term effects of COVID, oh, no. and I was like, I can't even watch it because yeah. I had it. There's nothing I can do. That's about not gonna it. help just, any like, of us. Like I don't even know
1: why they're doing stuff like that because if you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. Like I I just
0: yeah, don't know. and like I've had it, and now I guess my neighbor was saying like, well now they're saying it might not be a respiratory issue, but it might be a vascular issue. So there are these people who got blood clots like three weeks after and I was like oh my (laughs) gosh if I start going down this rabbit hole I'm going to just live in constant fear that my body is attacking itself
1: yeah you know
0: so anyway I just want to get my sense of taste and smell back because I really want to coffee I
1: really I really understand that I very something very much (laughs) yes
0: thank you (laughs) 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 So, okay, so what's our topic? Oh, so our topic this week, I actually, um, I had one picked out for last week, but then I just really have been feeling it after having COVID and looking at my life and what I get to do in quarantine because I've been locked in the house for 10 days, right? And I've been thinking a lot about um, working out because I haven't been able to work out at all. Yeah. And something that really, uh, I, I think I learned about myself this summer is that I really need to focus on everything I do in life has to be sustainable for me. And so that's why I kept thinking about it while being in quarantine, because there's not a lot that is sustainable um, if you depend on a lot of outside influences. So for me, I used to go to the gym and do like a hit workout four times a week, 5.30 in the morning. And yeah. this just got to be, it wasn't sustainable. And I really fig- figured this out when we went into quarantine. And then yeah. I started sleeping more and resting and my body responded to it. And I was like, wow, okay. Like for me to stress myself out and always be pushing myself, that's not something I can actually do for years on end. Right. And if yeah. I'm like, if I'm a, a bodybuilder, and I was to go into lockdown and not work out for two weeks like I'd actually have true fears that my muscles would severely change because I stress them out so much every single day and that's yeah. not something I can do personally because that's not sustainable for me like that stresses me out too much Yeah. so I've realized that with working out but then I've also just looked at other things around my life that I've started using it for so for example, I used to dye my hair. <laughs> yeah. And I finally realized that it stressed me out so much to enter into these like beauty contracts almost where you're you're going to severely change the way you look, right? So like I would yeah. bleach my hair and I had to keep up with it or else it would look bad. So like you are entering into a long-term contract almost. And yeah. that was just something I – it stressed me out more than the benefit I got from it. So like this year I stopped dyeing my hair and it's been really great because we've all been in lockdown and I'd stopped dyeing my hair a while before. I was going to say
1: it was like before. So it wasn't like all of a sudden your hair looked terrible.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is actually a real sustainable life right now where I don't have to be dependent on other people. Um, So, so that's my thought that I wanted to share with you. Like, I didn't really realize I had made this rule until I started looking into things during uh, lockdown and realizing yeah. that I had made this rule and even smaller things. So, for example, I don't, um, I don't get my nails done.
1: Yeah, and
0: I have some of my best friends. They go every two weeks, and they've been doing this for like ten years, and they get gen- gel nails right
1: and it's like those ones that they
0: have to take off right yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and that is something I tried to do I was like okay like I'm gonna be somebody who gets my nails done but again for me personally for my life that was not sustainable to enter into like a beauty contract almost where I was committing to keeping up with something or else it would look like shit you know yeah (laughs) Um, and I have a lot more peace when I don't have another stress. So some people, and this is again, like very personal to me, right? Because yeah, sure. a lot of people I know get a lot of relaxation or just calmness from going to get their nails done. That's their yeah. time. Right. But again, what I've learned about myself, my personal rule. If there is something I have to do, which has like a time <laughs> associated with it, like yeah, hair or nails or uh, having to keep up with a certain workout routine, yeah, it stresses me out more than the uh, joy or beauty it brings to my life. And mm. that is not sustainable for me.
1: I like this. This is a good... Yeah, no, I mean, I think I actually kind of had this thought, so I had... Um, I had this like epiphany on a run last week,
0: and I would. <laughs> At this point, I feel like we should just subtitle this pod.
1: It's all about running. <laughs>
0: Sorry, all like, about running.
1: I feel like we we had this Seriously. conversation when we started. We're like, well, it's not going to be a running podcast. It's going to be like a podcast about life, <laughs> and then like obviously
0: right. our lives <laughs> just around our
1: running. It's like a
0: broken record. It's okay. It's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so like running, I run because it's this like outlet where I I have it's my me time, it gets me out of the house. My my kids um have been really awesome at from very young ages. They sit in the stroller and um they don't talk to me. <laughs> they don't like they don't <laughs> whine or cry. They don't I don't give them snacks. I don't give them books. Like they literally just sit in the stroller and let me run for like, you know, up to an hour. Um and, and I'm really like, I know lots of people who can't do that. And I honestly don't know how I got them to do that, except I guess that I started out walking a lot and they just, I don't know. I I don't know if I just lucked out with kids who will do it or if I somehow accidentally taught them to, but it wasn't intentional. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a great thing. So anyway, um, yeah. like, you know, I, I have kept up with running ever since after I had my first kid, because back then it was the only thing that I could afford. It was the only thing that was sustainable for me, like literally not even like the only fitness thing. It was the only hobby I could afford. Because <laughs> I, I mean, you made this like huge financial sacrifice um, for me to stay home in the beginning. And I mean, it was huge, but it, honestly, it was just a huge financial sacrifice to have a kid then period. Um. Mm-hmm which we did really want. I mean, it was a little bit of an accident, but we, we did, we were really excited, um, about having a baby right away. But like, that meant that I was a new college graduate. I, you know, the economy was tanking. This was 2010. Um, it had not recovered at all. I feel like it had gotten worse from 2008. Um, and So I was trying to like figure my life out and then I'm pregnant. And then at that point, like I worked at a restaurant during my pregnancy, but I would have, it would have been, I would have been handing over a salary, um, for Will's daycare, which I feel like we talked about before, but, um, so yeah. I sort of backed into being a stay at home mom. Right. And, and it, I was really happy, but like, I loved being a mom in so many ways that felt like such a great fulfillment for what I was made to be, but I needed outlets and like, I could not shop. I like literally had no money. I mean, we, I, I look back and it is a miracle. Like, I don't know how we made it. (laughs) Like on the, on the salary that we had, like, and we were somehow mad. Like, I mean, my mother-in-law was so that's partly part. It was like, god's blessings and my mother-in-law like she would just like she would just <laughs> you know whenever she'd come up she'd like stock our fridge she just always found little ways of like treating us and she like literally basically gave us their cars so we had cars and you know
0: oh the buick. yeah we had buicks which <gasps> oh, man buick. it was
1: it was hard for jason because he was driving that that really janky old man buick um <laughs> So, which he was really grateful for, though, because no car payment. Um, yeah. But anyway, so that, like, running was my thing, right? I And that was the only sustainable thing I had back then. And I was so – because yeah. that was my only thing, I was so careful about only doing, you know, 10%. This is why I was so anal about it from the beginning is I was like, I can't lose this. Like, this is my thing. This is my me time. This – makes me feel alive and just you know for that one hour of my day I'm just me again I'm not a wife I'm not a mom I'm just myself and it it's just like that still is how I feel when I run like it's just this kind of reconnecting with Kayla which sounds
0: so hokey but it's like Oh and it's no, like, it doesn't. I think it's the Yeah, I it's get like it. just that yeah. that
1: basic bare essence of who you are, like connecting back to when you were a little kid, like your just sense of self, you know? Um so mm. anyway, but I had yeah, I had this like moment when I was running where I was just like I think I had been kinda stressing about like well, you know, what really is my goal with running. And you and I have talked about this. We've even talked about it on the podcast. Um just, you know, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? What do I want? Do I want to be faster? Do I want to do a race? And I just, I just had this epiphany where I was like, I think where I'd be really happy is if I could run for one hour, five days a week. It's like work to like an hour long run, because that's like, for me, an hour, or like when just over an hour is where you start to just feel like, like it's a little hard, but you get that high and then you're, you get that like euphoria at the end, you know, where you're like, you don't even want to eat anything. Like you're just so like, whoo, <laughs> you know,
0: like you just, but yeah. I,
1: I love that I love that feeling and I just love, I, I, I don't know. So yeah, so that's what I realized. So I was like, okay, if let's say like I just average it out let's say all of my runs were really slow, which I mean, hopefully they won't be, but some of them are going to be. So if I did five hours a week, um, then that's, I think that's like what 30 miles on average a week. So, yeah. yeah. So then I was like, you know, cause then too, I could do like, let's say on the weekend I wanted to do a long run, like an eight or nine mile or 10 mile run. Then the next day I could just cut that next run you know by half so I could just do a 30 minute like shakeout run um but yeah that was where because that's exactly what I guess I had that kind of same realization that you're having and it's funny too because I also stopped coloring my hair this year um or last year um so it's it is funny how we both kind of were like yeah this was fun for a little while but it's it's like too much it's just it's
0: not sustainable because there's You do get to – either you're going to commit to it forever or you have to make a change. And I love that view of running because – okay, so Catherine and I did the – my sister and I did the marathon this summer, right? And that took a lot of time to train, which was fine because it's been an odd year. And so I have a lot more time. Yeah, it was like a distraction. But – Right. But it was definitely very time boxed where my husband knew this summer, Saturday mornings, you're going to be gone for many hours in the morning. And I can just know that at the end, then... I'll have Saturday mornings with you again, right? Like for a short time box, that's something I could do, but it wouldn't be sustainable for my life and for my marriage to always be. Well, yes. And this is
1: what I was trying to tell my husband because he's all, he's trying to trade for this marathon, which I keep telling him. I think it's very optimistic. like, I think it's a little foolish to expect that any you're going to be able to race anything, but they're like, Oh, it's in South Carolina. And it's in like February, and I was <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, I mean, it was really cheap. I think it was like sixty bucks, and you can defer. If it get up until oh, the yeah. last minute, if it gets canceled, I, apparently is what they said, but I'm still oh. holding my breath on that. But yeah, that was my thing. Is I was like, you know, yes, yeah, someday I would. It would be a cool bucket list thing to run a marathon. I think it's amazing that y'all did that, but like for me, I, I just it's not sustainable for me right now. Like there's too many things that would, sh- I feel like the stress of it would interfere with my love of running. And that's where I was like, okay, but I do mm-hmm. want to be pushed because when you're doing, when I'm doing less than 20 miles a week, I almost, it's like less fun. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, there's a sweet, there is like a sustainable <laughs> sweet spot that you're like, you feel really good. You're challenged, um, you know, or like with your, you Know, like self care, beauty stuff, like there's definitely a sweet spot where you feel like you are pampering yourself and you feel pretty and you know, um, but yeah, but it there's definitely a point of diminishing returns where it stops, like it starts getting stressful and it does not keep increasing in satisfaction. And I think, yeah, it's different for everyone. Yeah, I,
0: I'll, I'll agree with that, like, I, I, um, I'm not saying I would never do any like self-care yeah. beauty stuff. I'm definitely not saying that. But but when it's something that I have, well, to you just do, started the eyebrows. I right? don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, oh my gosh, I've never gotten my eyebrows done before, and I, I was going to have a friendsgiving at my house, but got canceled because of COVID. But I was like, this is my thing. I'm gonna go get my eyebrows done. And life changing oh my gosh well yes but it was also really embarrassing because it was like this uh I don't know maybe like 35 year old gay man who's like incredibly well put together and just like very perfect right and I go in and I'm like blah 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 I've never gotten my eyebrows done and I cried I literally cried
1: I didn't know it hurt
0: I don't think it actually hurt. I think I'm just like a You were just overwhelmed. So... Hey, beauty is
1: pain. You know, you and can't have beauty without beauty pain. pain.
0: <laughs> and he laughed he at did. me though. He was actually <laughs> laughing at me. But all that aside, aside from it being so embarrassing. Yeah, I feel like well, it's that's... worth it. And I was going to say, I was wow, going
1: it's a I feel like with eyebrows if it's something that helps you wear, want to wear less makeup and like you feel pretty and put together which I've heard people yeah. say about getting their brows done then that's completely worth yeah. it like I because I, that again is like it's a sustainable It in, it increases your time in the day if you're like oh I'm gonna feel a lot prettier with a lot less effort um I like that
0: yeah it's so true and now I just do my sustainable
1: way of doing all makeup the makeup is I leave my makeup pouch in the car and I do it at stoplights. <laughs> and and I realized that I feel really pretty if I so like a lot of people say they feel really pretty if they have their hair done like all blown out but I actually I mean please tell me if I just look like Tarzan all the time but I actually prefer my oh natural my hair with <laughs> if I have makeup on
0: Oh, I always think you look beautiful, but your hair does have like so much good natural body. For real, you're not. Just, that's why you're, you don't you're need not to just, just trying out. to good. people. Oh no, oh no. You've always well. Had when a I do hair. it, it feels so cute. like sense. when I, I like
1: makeup a lot. Like just because just a little bit. Like usually I just do. Um... Oh, and talking about sustainable beauty, <laughs> I got. Um, I got. Yeah. This, have you seen those Thrive Instagram ads the Thrive makeup? okay, well, Instagram, no. you know, had my number, and they were targeting me, and so I kept seeing these ads for this new, like, direct makeup service, um, not service, like, you. it's not, like, a subscription, it's just, like, you order it directly to you, and it was, de- what um, I liked is it was designed by a makeup artist whose friend had died of cancer or something, and so, from what I understand, um, I don't know if it's technically clean, quote-unquote, beauty, because a lot goes into that label but it's it's like more sustainable makeup better for the planet and better for you and it was designed by makeup artists so it's like waterproof so anyway they have this blush stick blush and lipstick and um it does really it's really nice because I can just I like doing makeup that I can do with my fingers because again I'm in the car and I don't like I don't really have room for a bunch of brushes so my sustainable beauty routine is I'll like hair because I feel like if my hair is all done and then I have makeup, I look too done for like a regular weekday where I'm not like an a businesswoman or something, you know. Um, I guess like <laughs> I'm trying a little too hard in the yeah. in the carpool line. Um, <laughs> so, so I wish I was kidding, but I'm dead serious. <laughs> so so what oh I my do gosh. Is I have pulled my hair up in a top. A, like a pineapple bun on the top of my head and that kind of helps it fall really nice. Like you kind of pull it up into a tight bun on the, like very like your hairline. It looks ridiculous yeah. when you're driving, but then when you take it down, it looks really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, no, no pain, no beauty. Right. Um, and right, then, right. and then like, yeah, all I need for makeup I realized is I do like the thrive blush stick and the thrive mascara. And I do, yeah, like a little bit of um, bronzer around my cheekbones, on my eyelids, and on the top of my forehead. And that's it. And then make, like, maybe a tiny bit of highlighter. That's it? Feel. But yeah, no oh foundation. Because also, to your point, I stopped using foundation because I feel like that's not sustainable. That's not my skin. I'm getting used to a skin that's like a covering on my skin. It's not. It doesn't help my skin look better on its own. And it doesn't help me yeah. like it better on its own. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to yeah. look at myself and not like the way I look because I don't have skin makeup on. Like, that just feels like too much of a right. mask. Um, but yeah, yeah. so, and, exactly. and also like more about the sustainable thing I started, Um I did start trying to incorporate a little bit of an anti-aging skincare routine, which is huge for me because as you know my whole life like all through college I I was very blessed with not having any acne so I was able but I swear part of it is because I never even touched I yeah. never even washed my freaking face <laughs> I, like, literally
0: never touched my oh face oh my I would,
1: like maybe occasionally splash water on it when I was brushing my teeth but I I really only oh ever gosh. washed my face in the shower how awful is that
0: this is like It's awful, but also I'm just happy for you because I was ravaged by acne up until like last year. Oh, no, you weren't as a teenager. You
1: said you had acne the last couple years, but I don't remember you having acne as a teenager. I
0: remember. Well, (laughs) you did hide it really well. I did under makeup. But here's my theory
1: I have this theory that girls who had acne, um, they they don't get as wrinkly as young and girls who didn't have acne I just had this theory your skin like is all dry and it it just like gets all <laughs> wrinkly a lot earlier like a lot younger
0: I've never heard of this theory I but made, I love it I made it, it, it up on my me, own so... I did not read
1: that anywhere but I swear <laughs> it's true it's,
0: it's... Is this a life rule that you implemented?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, to make like a poem for it, like acne when you're young is gonna be fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But yeah, I
1: because I started actually washing my face. Um, (laughs) good for you. I did, yeah, and I do like, and I also was like, I'm only gonna do an anti aging routine if it's like simple and efficient so I only do two products I do one morning product and one nighttime product and I had heard somewhere that um the the two if you're only going to do two things that what you want to do is a really high quality vitamin c serum in the morning um and that does give you a really nice kind of bright look to your face and then in the evening use some kind of retinol um but you shouldn't use retinol if you're trying to get pregnant, or if you think you're pregnant. <laughs> so I've sometimes freaked out about it because I I'm like, well, maybe I am pregnant. I don't know. Um, right. But you can use like you could also just use some kind of like um like a E vitamin E like some kind of just like moisturizing thing in the at night, and then in the morning just do vitamin C oil, and yeah. then you're like sunblock. But that's so interesting. But yeah. I it's love like it. it's nice because it's simple, so I stick with it. And yeah, I I like. You're right. Like I guess both of us have kind of started doing that this past year that we just kind of cut things out because we we're like, no, yeah. like doing this once is not. It leads me to having to do it all the time.
0: <laughs> right, right, and that's where it's just, you know, where else I realized with it with... too, um, with my hairstyle. So. I used to, well, you know, I haven't had to go in the office in a long time, so I'll figure out my office hairstyle here in a little bit. But over the summer, uh, talking with you and your sister, Cecilia, with her gorgeous curly Mm -hmm. hair and your gorgeous full body curly hair, um, I've like started wearing my hair more naturally. Mm -hmm. And what I realized then, looking back on pictures and stuff, I realized how again not sustainable really it is for me to have a smooth hairstyle because it doesn't it's too much effort and I don't put the effort into it so then it just looks fluffy oh, <laughs> yeah. you know so like that's also if I want to if I was to be um because I have coarse-ish like curly-ish hair it's like very ish oh my so god!
1: okay listeners is. <laughs> elizabeth has the most beautiful like no. blonde 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 hair like it is like first of all i think it's crazy you ever colored it i mean but i get i understand wanting to just for the fun of it but like seriously she has incredible color hair it's just naturally bright it's not like dishwater blonde
0: <laughs> Um, But it's like, it's like curly-ish. It's like half curly, half straight. It's I like that
1: though, because I think that you have more like flexibility and it's just kind of, I don't know. It's not, you don't have to, I think girls who have, yes, like I'm similar in that my hair is not like my sister's, but Mm -hmm. I think that girls who have like really, really curly hair. They're like frustrated with it. Like my mother in law has always been frustrated with her hair because she has to like straighten it all the time and she doesn't want to wear it curly a lot. And it's like she always feels like she's fighting it. And then girls who have like stick straight hair, I'm always like, How do you like you like never have a bad hair day? Your hair always looks the same. <laughs> how how does that work? <laughs> right. They're just like, No, yeah. like it just is so boring. I can't get it to hold a curl, even if I you know, do a hot tools and to hairspray. Um so yeah. yeah, I guess the grass is always greener, but I do I'm coming to appreciate the in between hair because
0: Well, I guess that's my point too. Yeah. Like I had always like forced it into one extreme or the other. Yeah. And this summer I think I've really embraced the in between. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, it's sustainable and it all it's it's not a stress for me. I can figure it out day to day. Yeah. So I like that.
1: Well, this yeah. was a good topic I like it
0: yeah me too um I guess you have the topic next week
1: okay I will plan it over the weekend over Thanksgiving we might have to record Tuesday night because I might be fully dead Monday
0: that is is fine. that okay yeah. like with your schedule and stuff yep okay. that's totally fine yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thanksgiving. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, I hope you do, too. What you are know. you guys? Are you guys going to just be you and Dave? Are you going to cook for
1: David? What are y'all going to do?
0: Oh, we're getting together with small family and David's oh, small family. It's awesome. so like his cousins and yeah. So that's good. Just like I think there's like seven of us. It'll be really small. You know, like spit in a cup and let them all go ahead right. and get COVID now it's Just like old well, school you know. chicken pox we have the antibodies so yeah come at me five dollars and I'll lick your face <laughs> um yeah <Get> a <laughs> exactly exactly all right well I'm so glad we did this tonight. I am too. And I love you. I hope you feel good to
1: keep us updated the first minute that you get like a hint of smell or taste back.
0: I will. Oh, You should I will. put it on
1: our Insta, our, our
0: pods and stuff. I definitely will. <laughs> it'll be the hallelujah chorus the day that I can enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Don't just
1: see your coffee and be like, y'all know what this means.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, everyone. That have I a great tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, Bye. Bye.